You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I've been going back and forth about this for the last few days as we've gotten closer and closer to the end of the season and there being more and more changes possible for the Bears if they were to have lost out, if they were to continue on the slide that they were on when they lost six games in a row. And here's the conclusion that I've come to. It is okay if you're enjoying the Bears winning games. It's okay if you actually are looking forward to the playoffs. I went on a rant about this a few days ago on the show, and I stand by it. If you look, football fans do this all the time. They, they and we, I'll use we, we always talk about tanking. Well, you got to tank, man. You got to give yourself the best opportunity you can to, to get the best draft pick and Here's my my argument. My argument is you can end up with the number one pick every single year. And if your organization is bad, i.e. the Jets or the Jacksonville Jaguars, you can even screw that up. Now, Jacksonville is probably not going to be able to screw up getting Trevor Lawrence at this point. I just think that he's really good. I think that the comparisons to Andrew Luck – and him being the the top quarterbacking prospect to come out since Andrew Luck, I think those are fair, and I don't think that it's close to him in the next quarterback. Although I do hold out some hope. I think Kyle Trask is really interesting and intriguing. My point is, is that you can have, you can have one of those guys, and it could still all fall apart for you. You could have the number one pick. This happens with the Jets. All the time. I saw something my man Michael David Smith put out yesterday on Twitter. And he's right. This idea that you are going to find that that you're going to end up in the playoffs because of the way that the NFL draft is shaped up, where it rewards teams for being bad and tries to make everything, tries to create equilibrium inside the league. Listen to this. Eight current division leaders, Chiefs, Bills, Steelers, Titans, Packers, Saints, Seahawks, Washington football team, none drafted their starting QB first overall. None even drafted their quarterback, their starting quarterback in the top five. Let's not pretend that tanking for the first pick is the only way to build a franchise. He's correct. Now, there are some high picks in there, like Josh Allen, for example. But if you look at the teams that are in there, if we look at the way that teams are built, like look at the way the Titans are built. The Titans went out and found a quarterback that Miami didn't have any use for anymore. And while they were doing that, they built up their offensive line and they got a an incredible running back in Derrick Henry. Kansas City got the greatest quarterback maybe that's ever lived. But before that, they still had a competitive team. Andy Reid wasn't drafting at the top of the draft. They were putting together competitive teams 
drafting in the middle and at the bottom of the draft every year. You look at the Steelers. Steelers aren't a bottom of the uh, bottom of the league, top of the draft team. They kept having eight and eight seasons under Mike Tomlin when things were at their worst, and they still ended up in this place. I don't think their quarterback's very good, but that's another discussion for another podcast. Right now, he's going to the Hall of Fame, but I mean, right now, I don't think that Ben's very good. What about the Seahawks? Where'd they get Russell Wilson at? Third round? You remember that? And what they've done two different constructions of a team. One team that was constructed to be this defensive juggernaut that was going to babysit the young third-round quarterback. And now a team that's built primarily on offense with let's give him all the weapons that he can have because we can't stop anybody, although they do still have what I think is the best linebacker in the league in Bobby Wagner. But guess what? Roquan Smith is catching up in that regard as far as the best linebackers in the game. The Saints didn't draft Drew Brees. They traded for him after he wasn't wanted anymore in San Diego. You all know Aaron Rodgers' story. Him sitting there waiting as quarterback after quarterback gets picked. And he turns out to be one of the best quarterbacks that's ever played. The Washington football team is doing it in a terrible division, and they're doing it with smoke and mirrors, but they're doing it. All I'm saying is that it's not a catch-all. And I think that that I really believe, and this happens in basketball too, I think we've gotten very comfortable with allowing franchises to get away with bad management with the promise of, well, they're doing it because they're going to get a high pick and that high pick is going to turn everything around. If your high pick is mismanaged, if there aren't enough building blocks around your high pick, if they're not putting together teams that are going to be competitive, it doesn't matter that you have the super high pick. It doesn't. There are multiple ways to build championship-level football teams. Look at the Colts, for example. They, they got the, the guy to replace Peyton Manning, right? They got there at the top of the draft, and they had Andrew Luck. They had great success with Andrew Luck. Luck walks away. By the way, has anyone seen or heard from Andrew Luck since he retired? Seriously. You talk about a guy that just went away. He really just went away. They were competitive with Jacoby Brissett, a guy that they traded for as their quarterback. And now this year they go out and say, well, let's let's spend the money on Phillip Rivers. Let's bring Phillip into the fold. Phillip 1L, nine children. And let's see if he can make it work. And he's made it work. They're going to the playoffs this year. I don't think that they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I I wouldn't put it past them to get to the AFC title game. All I'm saying is that if, if you are living in this space where you feel bad feeling good because it's not what everyone else will tell you, that everyone else is telling you, no, 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 they got to... The Bears got to lose so we can get rid of Pace. Bernstein, I got to give him credit for this because it's his thought, but it's so spot on. 
You mean to tell me that at the end of all of this, your trust is in George McCaskey to get it right this time if they do have to burn it to the ground. I don't know how you could go about trusting that at this point in your life as a Bears fan. I don't know how you could trust that at all. So take the the little bit of joy. Like I look at it this way. Of Bears leadership, of everyone at Hallis Hall, who do I trust the most? And believe it or not, the person that I trust the most is Matt Nagy. Isn't that something? So put it on his hands and let, let this team go out and see if they can scheme or coach or outwill someone in a playoff game. I'm here for it. I think it's great for it's great for you. It's great for us. Like I'm not gonna lie to you, it's great for our business if the Bears are doing well. It's nice to be able to talk about a team that has put together a little win streak now after a really terrible losing streak that they've been on. And I hope they get in. They might even backdoor their way into this thing. I don't trust that Cardinals team at all. So if you're sitting there confused and you're like, I don't know how I should feel like this isn't going to bring about change. And maybe it means it's it's one more year of this nonsense. And maybe they have to sign Mitch back and all of this stuff. I get it. I, I understand where you're coming from. I truly, truly do. But in a year where there's not a lot of joy anywhere, all of us have just had that, that taken away from us and zapped. Why want to live in the misery? Because of the hope that comes with something new that you don't know anything about and you're trusting that they're going to make the right call and get it right? Give yourself that extra week or I guess two weeks of hope and hope that Mitch doesn't play in a playoff game or the game against the Packers like he did in the first half against Jacksonville because that would be terrible. I appreciate you listening.